0: Hey, welcome back to Bidginal Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Sebastian. Hello, hello. And you know us, we're just a goalie and a goon that have taken one too many pucks or fists at head, and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Sebastian, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about this past weekend's NAHL, or North American Hockey League, semifinals, as well as Tuesday's National Championship game. Yeah, and I think what you meant to say was the null, but I'll let that one slide again. The null. <laughs> I would love to get the feedback from the NOL on that, but uh, let's honestly just jump right into Friday night's games. So, uh, we had Minnesota versus Aberdeen, and so this is the Magicians and the Wings, and in net for the Minnesota Magicians was Andrew Barron, the 21 year old out of St. Paul, Minnesota. And in net for the Aberdeen Wings was Jake Zabel, the 20 year old from Santi, Minnesota. This was a good back and forth hockey game, but late into the first period, with Aberdeen already up two to nothing, the Magicians get themselves in the penalty trouble with a slash, and Aberdeen makes them pay. On a really nice cycle, Ferguson finds a 20 year old out of Brasher Falls, New York, Will Arquette and he picks his spot top shelf over the glove of Barron and it's three nothing Aberdeen.
1: Yeah, and like you said it was just a you know beautiful cycle um keeping the puck moving you know like it seems to be in in every game you know stay out of the box. Um great goal and uh I mean great game by the wings.
0: when you get to this level in any national championship game in a lot of these leagues penalties man they cost you.
1: Yeah, absolutely and I I think it's I think it's pretty much in every league. I mean, you talk about the NHL, you can talk about the OHL, you can talk about Wee hockey. Um, power plays these days, you know, teams are really loading up their power plays. Power plays are, you know, team coaches are doing a really good job. Players are doing a really good job to really focus on power plays. And, you know, when you go down to mana it gets pretty hard. And, uh, I mean, they're showing right there that uh, if you're going to go in the box, they're going to make you pay.
0: Yes, they will. Now the magicians got one back almost halfway through the second, but that's as close as they get. As the wings get two more before the period closes out, and no scoring in the third gives the wings the five to one victory and the one-o series lead in the best of three. Baran stop 32-37 and Sabelle stop 20 of 21. We move on to another Friday night game of Maine versus Shreveport. Maine had Tyreek out in the net, the 20-year-old out of Tampa, Florida. And Shreveport had Cole Hudson, the 21-year-old out of Maitanawanda, New York. A wild start, really, to a wild game with both teams scoring before two minutes in. So you knew you were in for a good one. But shortly into the second, Hudson makes an excellent left leg pad save on a two-on-one. And big saves lead to big chances. The Mudbugs storm down to the other end. And as Shireno finds Western New York, D-man out of Rochester, New York, Adam Coulson, and he buries it. And the Mudbugs are up by one. Out and had no chance.
1: Yeah, and like you said, this is just the classic, you know, big save one end, big goal the other end, hockey. Um, it always seems to happen, right? Your goalie comes up in a big situation for you. Team's fired up, goes down, buries a beauty goal. Goalie had absolutely no chance in this goal. Um, just a great play on in both ends of the ice.
0: Oh, yeah, and this game was a chippy one, and I loved it. But the Mudbugs came out on top in the game one of the three-game series, 4-2-1, out in stop 32-36, and Hudson stopped 25 of 26. we move into Saturday's games, and Minnesota, Aberdeen. Minnesota, again, starts Barron, and Aberdeen, again, starts Sibel. Scoring didn't take long in this game, with the Wings breaking the ice less than a minute into the game, but Minnesota responds just minutes later, and Hunter Longie, the 19-year-old out of Cownsville, Illinois, keeps the puck in the zone and walks in to tie the game up at one.
1: Yeah, and like you said, right, keeping the puck in the zone, that's a great individual effort. Um, and it's a great way to get a goal.
0: Absolutely. And believe it or not, there was no scoring the rest of the first, the second, and nearly all of the third as Barron and Sabell were just putting on a goalie clinic. But with just over a minute to go in the game, the Wings score and they advance in the national championship game. Barron stopped 30 of 32 and Sabell stopped 18 of 19. Now we have Maine and Shreveport also moving in their, their game too. Maine again starting Tyreek Outen and Shreveport starting Cole Hudson. The first period opens up with two goals from the Mudbugs, and the second is just more of the same. So we enter the third with the Mudbugs up 4-0. The Nordiques get one back to make it 4-1, but the dagger is placed by Dawson. Chirino, the 21-year-old from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, on some sick dangles to bury the Mudbugs' fifth of the game. And after that, there were just some ejections. (laughs) And What a game, man.
1: Chirino shredding. That's what he did. He went in there and shredded the defense (laughs) and a beauty goal.
0: Yeah, he did. And that was it. The Mudbugs advance and they square off against the Wings in the national championship game on Tuesday. So that kind of left me for a kind of a sad Sunday. There wasn't a lot to watch for me on Sunday or really Monday, but I knew Monday was going to be quiet. At least I had some NHL hockey on both of those days. But the national championship game was Tuesday, June 22nd, and this was Aberdeen versus Shreveport. So Aberdeen, again, starting Jake Sabell and Shreveport starting Cole Hudson. Let's get into this one. Late into the first, there was really ugly hit on the Wings player. It was just really left uncalled, and uh, I don't think that player came back into the game.
1: Yeah, and, you know, with the hockey TV, you're able to kind of slow things down. I was able to watch this hit a few times, you know, the first time at full speed, I watched it once. And I said that's a clean hit. Guy was in an awkward position. Looked like body on body. Obviously the head snapped because how he was going. Um, sat back down. Really slowed back down. And you can see, kind of see where the the elbow does make contact with the head. Um, it, it is a headshot. You know, it's something you don't want to see. I mean, the player going down being hurt. He tried to stand back up, and you can tell he was definitely out of it. Um, that's something you never want to see. At the same time, you know, I'm not saying I, I, I 100% agree. This is a headshot. Um, it should have been called. But if I'm gonna play devil's advocate for the defenseman, I've been in that position where a player puts himself in an awkward position. He's going for the hit. He makes that hit. It's such a quick decision he has to make and he ma- he makes that hit. Should have been called absolutely. Do I think the pitchforks need to be out on a defender? Absolutely not. I don't think this was an intentional headshot by any mean, but still a headshot and it's still a missed call by the refs here.
0: Yeah, it was still ugly. It still has some ugly results. And, uh, yeah, absolutely should have been called. But I'm kind of with you. I don't necessarily think that that was the intent. And no player is trying to do that in the first period of a national championship game. Nobody wants to get ejected. Uh, I just think it was, like, that split-second decision, like you said. Uh, he made the wrong call. And it should have been called, for sure. Yeah, it uh, d-
1: definitely th- wasn't like a Tom Wilson-Ryan Reeves situation. This was just a t- wrong decision was made at the wrong time, stepped up, made a hit. Should have left back on it. And I'm sure as soon as he made that hit, probably went, oh, damn, I should have done that. But, you know, uh, again, unmissed. But again, I don't think there was any intent to that that uh, hit.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. But the, really, the first period goes by without a goal after that. But less than a minute into the second, an arid pass from behind the wing's net cost him as a 21-year-old Phoenix native, Sean Bunting, scoops up the loose puck through the lost defense and bears a five-hole shot. It's 1-0 Mudbugs.
1: Yeah, and this is just a bad, bad way to start it. Just a just – a, I don't know if it was nerves or what was going on. Maybe someone called for the puck, quite wasn't ready for it. Pass is made, uh, goes right to the mud bugs, and they make them pay for it. And definitely, I think nerves were involved in this one.
0: Agreed. And then about halfway through the second, Hedden takes a shot from the blue line and through traffic, and Giovanni Persapio, the 21-year-old from Grosse Point, Michigan, deflects the puck, and it finds its way into the back of the net. Honestly <laughs> – So far, uh, Sibel hasn't had uh, any chance to stop either of these. It's 2-0 Mudbugs. Yeah, and this
1: was just the Italian Stallion tipping in a beauty puck. Um, I watched this goal from a couple different angles. What a beautiful tip. That's the kind of hockey you want to play. You put bodies on the net, and you put pucks on them.
0: And then just a minute later, the Mudbugs get called on a boarding minor, and the wings make them pay up as Russell fires the puck. And Liam Frazier, the 20-year-old, out of Calgary, Alberta, redirects a puck past Hudson. It's a one-goal game, 2-1 Mudbugs.
1: Yeah, and, and I think the Wings listen to our podcast and hear me preach this all year. Pucks to the net gets you paid. That's exactly what happened. Bodies went in. Pucks went to the net. They got paid for it.
0: That's what happens. Late in the second, the goal scorer Frazier gets called on a high-sticking double minor. And early in the third, the Mudbugs respond as a 21-year-old from New Hudson, Michigan. Joe Mack picks up the loose puck and puts it off a Wings defender. It's 3-1 Mudbugs.
1: Yeah, and I think on this one, right, they got a bit of a lucky bounce that keeps the puck in. And then it just kind of became a mad scramble in the D zone. And again, just a shot off a defender and in. So I think, you know, definitely not a pretty goal. They won't be painting a picture of this goal, but
0: uh, goal is a goal. A goal is a goal, especially in the national championship game. They don't have to be pretty. They just have to count. Just minutes later, shortly after the Wings kill off the double minor and on what could have easily been an icing, but thanks to a strong individual effort from Nathan Vertez, he not only prevents the icing, but he snatches the puck and puts it out in front. None other than Liam Frazier gets his second of the night.
1: Yeah, and you know this is just great work getting down and beating the icing. And again, this wasn't a strong goal by any means. i barely I don't even think the puck barely went went in the net. But that being said, like we just said a goal is a goal. It
0: doesn't matter how it goes in. Yeah, that pulls them within one. The wings are forced to pull Sabelle to put on the extra man and with seconds left, the mud bugs add the empty netter and secure the NAHL twenty twenty one national championship. Sabell stopped thirty one of thirty-four and Hudson stopped nineteen to twenty-one. I'm telling you what though there wasn't a bad goal in this game, and that's kind of what you expect out of 2 tennies of this caliber.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, everything was hard work. You know, all, all the goals, like we say, you know, it was a couple ugly goals, and that doesn't mean they were a bad goal. It just means it's a, you know, it's not like a top shelf or down kind of goal. Um, It was just hard work all through the game, and I think that's what you expect in a national championship.
0: Looking at all of those goals, when you look at the goals Sabell let in, the first goal was just a defensive breakdown, just leaving the goalie hanging. Like, what was that? And then the other two are just deflection goals that you're not going to stop. And you look at the goals that Hudson let in, and it's kind of more the same, man. It's just kind of like goals that you're just not going to – as a goalie, I'm like, these are just goals you're not going to stop.
1: Yeah, exactly you said, right? I mean, it's same thing. It's just, you know, there's just, there, there wasn't anything soft goals, you know, where you're like, oh, that goalie should have had that one or the goalie should have done this. Goalie was left hanging dry a few times, a couple tips. You know, bad bounces, whatever it is, but uh, it was it was a pretty clean national championship game uh, goaltending wise.
0: Yeah, it was a fun. It was a really fun game to watch. I was super into it the whole time. Watching these games over the last couple weekends and seeing it break down to just Aberdeen and Shreveport in the national championship game. Tell you what, man, I, I will say both me, you have to eat a little bit of crow because neither of us picked Aberdeen to be there. We both picked Minnesota to advance in the national championship game, and we were both wrong.
1: Yeah, um, I'm still a little bit upset that the beautiful jerseys of the Nordiques weren't playing in the national championship. But at the end of the day, um, it was a great game. And and congratulations to both teams. I mean, winner or loser, it it was a great game.
0: Absolutely. And I'm really excited for next season. And if you guys heard the last episode where we talked about the NHL last week, you will hear that the league is expanding to not one, not two, not three. But four new expansion teams next year. So this league's only growing and it's only getting more exciting and it's only providing more opportunities. So if you don't have hockey TV to watch, these, you absolutely need to get it. And if you're in a city that hosts a null team or NAHL, definitely get out there and support that team. But really exciting hockey. Can't wait for next season. Can't wait for the expansion teams to join the league and can't wait to see what unfolds next year. But until then, this was Chris and Sebastian with Pigeon Oil Hockey.
1: Have a great day.
0: And we'll catch you next time.